You're listening to The Couplehood Podcast, a podcast designed for parents who want to keep their romantic relationships thriving and build their most intentional life. I'm your host, Allison Villa, psychotherapist and relationship expert. Hello, so great to have you here with me today to talk about the most common question that I get from you in my DMs, which is, how do I get my partner on board with fill in the blank, right? There's so many questions that I get about this. How do I get my partner on board with changing our sleep lifestyle? How do I get my partner on board with taking a family sabbatical? How do I get my partner on board with this parenting technique? How do I get my partner on board with changing our habits around the dinner table, right? There's all of these different things and it's going to be different for every couple, but we all seem to face this in our relationships where one person has an idea that might be really working for them and they want their partner to be on board. Because once you get excited about something, you of course want them to be equally as excited as you. It makes sense. So what I'm going to do today is I am going to break it down into three action items that is going to help you help your partner get on board with your idea. Also, I'm going to share some personal stories, my own personal stories about what this has looked like in my own marriage, because I know it's going to help paint the picture of, you know, the push and pull that happens in real life, right? It's not just like, okay, we're going to do these three steps and magically everybody's going to be on the same page. Yes, that is that will happen, but it does take time. So let's begin. <laughs> so how do you get your partner on board with your ideas? In this case, I'm going to share, as you know, Aryan and I, took a family sabbatical back in 2017, and it really was transformative for us. If you don't know about that story, head back to episode one to hear the full story about that. But that's an example of, I had an idea that was born from something within me, and I really wanted him to be on board with my idea. And it took a lot of time, a lot of talking, and, you know, a lot of patience for both of us to get on the same page. It took months and months and months. That would be an example of, you know, the three steps I'm about to share with you. That would be one example. So head back to episode one to dive deep into that because I go into it in great detail there. I'm going to use another example today, which is I have been wanting to try going gluten-free for many, many years for multiple reasons, one of which is that Arian has psoriasis and we thought, you know what? Or I thought, of course, because I was like, oh, this would be a great thing for you, honey. How about we cut out gluten and we'll do it together? I was so into it. And there's so many other reasons why I wanted to experiment with that and see how it felt in my body. And then I thought we could cheer each other on and maybe it'd be great for his psoriasis as well. And so for years, I was like, I'd really like to do this. My husband is a creature of habit, just like many of us in the world. And there were certain things that he was like, but I really love my toast in the morning or my cereal with yogurt or, you know, having a beer at the end of a bike ride. That's his ritual. You know, like all of these little things that having wheat in his life was part of his lifestyle and part of the joy and pleasures in his life. And I think often when we're trying to introduce new ideas, it can trigger a response in the other person that feels like, oh my gosh, is this going to take away any of my joy and pleasure? 
And also the deeper question can be, is this going to take away my feeling of being in control? There can be many layers to this depending on the person and depending on the topic. So back to the gluten-free thing. So years go by and I, you know, explore using different flours for cooking and all of this stuff, but Aryan was never completely on board with like 100% we're going to do the gluten-free thing. Okay, time passes, no problem. And then just a few months ago, I would say maybe four or five months ago now, his sister brings him this book and it's like, you know, I think that you would really love this book. So his sister brings him this book called The Wheat Belly which many of you have probably read and have heard about. It was written, like it's, yeah, it was written quite a while ago. So he starts reading The Wheat Belly and all of a sudden he is so excited and wanting to cut out gluten. And here's the thing. I actually wasn't, I I wasn't, I know some people can feel like, oh my gosh, you know, I, I suggested that you cut out gluten a long time ago and now your sister brought you this book and now, you know, you're only doing it because someone else offered it to you. Now, this is a common thing. And I honestly, in that moment, did not take it personally, because I know this is a common pattern in relationships and in people. We all have different timelines. And so here is the thing. This is step number one, which is sometimes you need to plant the seed or somebody else needs to plant the seed of your vision to your partner. What do I mean by that? So my vision was, hey, let's cut out gluten. It's going to be great for you. And it's going to be something that we can try and see if it's a fit for our family. Sounds simple enough. I planted the seed, but the way I planted it, it didn't take. It didn't take with him for whatever reason. Maybe it was timing. Maybe it was the way that I approached it. Who knows? Somebody else came in, brought him a tool, and then that came from within him, right? So here we are. We haven't been eating gluten for, I think, four months now. And it's been a lifestyle change that we have been able to adopt relatively easily because we're both on board. We have the shared vision. Now, what's really important about this is that it wasn't my idea. It was a vision that I was holding but it was his idea. It came from inside of him to then get on board with the idea that I had as well. So this is a really, really important differentiation. So I know the idea is like, how do I get my partner on board with my idea? The first thing is you need to let it be their idea. You plant the seed and then you allow them, you need it to sprout, let the, let the idea sprout so that it's their idea. That's number one. You plant the seed, direct them in the right direction. I also... Like this, this, for example, if you're talking about communication and relationship tips, this is an excellent tool. Direct your partner to something else that will get them to be on the same page as you, right? So if it's something about communication, direct them to the couplehood podcast, because then it's not them. It's not you telling them what to do. It's you saying, Hey, I listened to this cool thing. I think you might like it. And then it's me, you know, for example, on the couple of a podcast telling them about this great idea. And then your partner's like, oh my God, that, that is such a great idea. And then you guys are like, woohoo, on the same page, right? Everybody comes to things in their own time. So if you can find a way to plant the seed for the idea that you are holding, the vision that you are holding, find a way to plant that seed for your partner in a way that isn't necessarily directly coming from you. Direct them to different resources that will help them mentally, intellectually, emotionally get on the same page as you. So back to Aryan and the, and the gluten-free thing, he was so invested because of what he was learning. 
He was reading about all of these wonderful benefits of going gluten-free. He was reading about all of the details of how that would make him feel and how it would help him and how what things to expect when when he would take gluten out of his life. So he was intaking all of that. And then it became his idea. And I was like, yes, amazing when that happened. So number one, plant the seed, direct your partner to resources that will help them develop that shared and same vision that you are holding. Number two is be patient with timelines. So I just told you the story about Aryan and how for years I was really wanting to try going gluten-free and he wasn't on board. He wasn't ready yet. And this is a thing in relationships. I know you've heard me speak about it before, but it is worth mentioning is that we are all on different timelines. Sometimes we're on different timelines around the small things like when we're going to do the dishes, right? Maybe one person loves to do the dishes right after dinner and have a clean kitchen. And the other person has, you know, been up since four in the morning and would prefer to just go to bed after dinner and do the dishes in the morning. Different timelines. It's not to say that one is right and one is wrong. They are different. And so timelines are a really important part of being in relationship. Think about when you have ever come into a new idea it's taking you time to warm up to a new idea. This is just how we operate as humans. So if you have come, have slowly warmed up to, you know, let's say I'm going to use like a parenting philosophy that, you know, you've been exposed to it little by little. And now you realize, oh my gosh, I love this approach. I'm totally on board. That's incredible. And if you'd like your partner to also be on board with that parenting approach, for example, they're probably going to need that same process that you went through, which was slowly being exposed to it and learning more about it and then getting excited about it, right? So being reminded that, you know, now you're there and you have this great idea, but your partner also needs to get there and they will get there in time. Number two, be patient with those timelines. And in the meantime, keep doing your thing. For me, I was still, you know, not eating gluten. I would still, you know, do a lot of like baking that was gluten-free and, I would still be doing those things over the last few years, even though Aryan wasn't on board with going gluten-free. I wasn't totally 100% committed because it's way harder. It's way harder to be, you know, two feet in when you're doing it on your own. So that was really cool. As soon as he was like, I'm in, we were in. And it just makes everything more smooth and it's easier. So patient with timelines. Item number three is once you are taking those steps towards your shared vision, right? You've planted the seed, your partner has been led to the resources, and now they've come up with that idea that has come up within them because of what you have exposed them to. And now your timelines are are lining up. And here you are now taking those steps towards your shared vision, whether that's, I was using parenting tactics as an example, or in our case, you know, going gluten-free. Now, when you're living the shared vision, this is the time for all of the affirmation and all of the celebration of, oh my gosh, looking back, reflecting on your process. Oh wow, this started years ago. You know, in our case, like I would, I would do a reflection of our process, just like I've shared with you now. Like, oh wow, that's really interesting. You know, I've been really into this for a few years and you weren't ready yet. It wasn't your time yet. And then this book really ended up being a catalyst for you. Isn't that interesting? How do we feel now? How do we feel that we're doing this together? How cool is it? How connected does this make us feel? 
you know, often we do things and we overcome big challenges and we don't reflect. And this is such a powerful exercise as a couple. It helps you know your couple's patterns and recognize those patterns when you reflect on the big things that you go through. Number three is once you're living that shared vision, celebrate, reflect, and really live in that affirmation of, oh my gosh, we we got through that together. We came to the same page and it took us some time and this is how we got there. That are the three simple action items to how to get your partner on board with your idea. I'm going to give you a quick sum up of all of those. And again, it's not so much about it being your idea. You want it to become their idea. That's a really important part. We don't want one of you to be in the parent role. We don't want you in a parent-child relationship. We want you being equals adults in your romantic relationship. And this is how you do it. So three simple steps. Remember, number one, plant the seed and direct your partner towards the resource that will help them get on the same page as you. Number two, be patient with timelines. In the meantime, keep doing your thing. Stay consistent with that vision that you have and keep doing it on your own as much as possible. And number three, once you are living that shared vision, celebrate reflect, and affirm your process together as a couple. All right, you guys, I hope you have found this helpful. I'm sending you so much love and we will see you next week. Thanks for tuning in to the Couplehood Podcast. It says so much about you that you're carving out this time for yourself and for your relationship. If you've enjoyed this episode, please leave us a review. Your ratings and reviews help more people like you find the podcast. Don't forget to subscribe and share this episode with someone you think would love it. Head over to allisonvilla.com to learn more. A special shout out to my podcast editor, Emily Millane from theultimatecreative.com. You are a rock star. All right, you guys, until next time, I'm Allison Villa, wishing you love on your couplehood journey.